Tournament. Tournament. Tournament of books. <laughs> ready as I'll ever be. Let's get ready to rumble, right? We, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that type of fight. Oh. Oh. No, it's mm. it's a book fight. It's a book fight. Um, but let's talk tournaments since that's what the people have downloaded this episode for. They have. We are we are through another week. Yeah, but not the. We're still at the beginning. Of yeah, the there's thing. still one more match in the uh, opening round. And uh, and it's a bit biggie. Yeah, the really I think the one true maybe titan of the tournament, by my reckoning anyway. They're Tom, there. Tommy Orange is there. There, which yep. just picked up some more hardware. Over the last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Center for Fiction um, uh, first book prize. Joseph Leonard. for And also the National Book Critics Circle. Oh, yeah. Honored it for the first work of any type. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, I was there. He gave a really nice speech. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm pulling for it because I really like that book. Um, although a lot of people in the comments for the um, play-in round said that America is not the heart was their like favorite thing. Yeah, I think I mean it could be could be an upset. Yeah. Speaking of upsets, uh-huh. Let's rewind back to Monday. Uh-huh. And a book that both of us really loved oh. and thought was going to go the distance. Yeah. Uh Washington Black fell to the this year's little book that nobody seems to be able to get at their local bookstore, The Dictionary of Animal Languages. Yeah, I can't find one either. I've, I've been looking for one in New York City. New York City. New York City. Can you believe it? <sighs> Can you even believe it? Uh, with our book culture and everything. It's like um, Bain in Banlieue several years ago. Oh, that's right. Where mm-hmm. they like had to go back to press I think to so. accommodate like the number of people who wanted to read the book just for the tournament. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, so I would still like to this this um, I remember when looking at the long list back when it was on a list of seventy five books mm-hmm. I was like that's a cool idea for a book yeah um, but it's also one of these that like as people are reckoning with it um, I wonder if I would actually like it yeah it sounds like it has some structural shenanigans going on but sometimes structural shenanigans go down nicely that's true that's true do you think Washington Black's gonna come back I would love for it to uh, come back. Feels like one of those books that sort of, lots of people read it, mm-hmm. um, and it had a nice pedigree. That, although there was a lot of people in the comments wondering about why it had the pedigree that it did, because it's an adventure story at, at its heart. Which yeah, it's a serial adventure story. Yep, and um, it's a really old-fashioned book in that way. Yeah, and I, it's a book that people are not used to reading that kind of book these days, unless you're reading like Jules Verne. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so speaking of books that aren't fun, (laughs) 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 no, I just, um, Golden State won the next day. Yeah. Beating out uh, the summer, summer winter census. Um, neither book terribly fun. No, that's what I was. Yeah. Um, and it's another one of these that, um, you know, I, I, I'm interested in reading these judgments from the perspective of like, haven't read either of the books Mm -hmm. because in a lot of past years i've you i've usually read at least one of them and yeah and or or both um and that's happening less and less this year so it's been interesting to read these as a as just like oh i'm curious about these books and mm-hmm. um you know i think that the motherhood angle of a uh, golden state sounds like it's a really uh, tough sell yeah um but people are also really really love it um a lot of people are like that's not for me and then realizing that it is yeah i I saw a lot of people 
this seemed to be their first um, experience with Jesse Ball uh-huh. with Census. Despite, I mean, Silence Once Begun was in the tournament several years ago. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment where John and Kevin were talking about it in the booth. And Kevin was like, I am a Jesse Ball fanboy. I will pick up anything that he writes. And I feel very similarly. Like, this is not the book to start with if you're curious about Jesse Ball. Mm. And it's all, you know, it's that thing where a really great author gets a book onto the bracket and you're like, ah, but like, not that book, mm-hmm. you know? It makes me think about the, you know, award season stuff of just like, you know, the timing of books and, mm-hmm. and, and what else comes out at the same time as your book. Um, yeah. It's also so random. Totally. Um, first, like what narrative your book is going to be up against. Yeah. I mean, Jesse's next book is coming out, I think, the same day as Stephen King's new book and the Margaret Atwood Handmaid's Tale sequel. Wow. So, like, talk about a narrative that there's no way you're going to be able to control. <laughs> um, okay, so the next day was uh, Overstory uh, versus My Sister the Serial Killer and Overstory eked out a victory. Um, yeah, I'm... I haven't read the overstory. I sort of, I weirdly feel like I don't want to. I have yet to read Bark Story, uh, Bark Skins. Uh, Annie Pruels, yeah. And the, I have the, like, the two books are different. Yeah, but I have a little bit of trees. a thing of like, this woman wrote this huge epic about trees and logging and the environment. Right, this woman who's like, queen of short form too like she's great with like tiny like very small contained narratives and short stories so the idea that she wanted to spend thousands of pages on i've read it um and and really fell for it it was a fantastic listen oh Um, yeah right i remember you saying that uh you know i uh yeah so i i feel the other way which is just like i think i've i'm good on the trees the lorax books yeah well yeah it's like i it feels similarly to how i feel about canasgard's um, seasonal books and Ali Smith is also doing her seasonal quartet mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of like I would maybe rather read the the not straight white male version of this story mm-hmm. um, so it was it's it's but this is another thing that happens in the tournament a lot where uh, ambition is rewarded mm-hmm. and my sister the serial killer is you know a slim novel and it's got ambition in its form and in the risk it takes Mm-hmm. Um, but totally. it's, but it's, you know, deceptive because it's slim. I think because it's slim, it, I think it has maybe the best shot at zombieing. Sure. I and th- it seemed like in the comments, a lot of people were upset. Do you, so you think that over Washington black? Uh, no, I would say that and Washington black feel like with maybe the, a spoiler being played by census because it was the summer book. And so then even more people will have read it. Well, and it really depends on if um, America is not the heart. Oh, sure. Uh, because if America is not the heart kicks out there, there, I really think that that's going to be the book that comes back. Yeah, most definitely. Um, We're not quite there yet, though. No, and yeah. And and uh, yeah, the next step is uh, House of Broken Angels 1. Mm-hmm. Over uh, Nicola Barker's So Lucky. Um, and that's another book that is a that's a slim novel from someone who's like used to big books mm-hmm. or, or I don't know. Hild is Hild just, is a doorstopper for sure. Um, and so it it was interesting to see this novel that comes in and apparently also has a serial killer in it. Um, yeah, or like maybe. Yeah, I I haven't read either one. Me too. It I I was realizing as I've been doing my reading, I finally got around to Washington Black and Milk. I had read one book in all of the opening round matchups, except for this one. Mm -hmm. And I think 
uh, House of Broken Angels sounds interesting to me. I, I do love a big sprawling family novel, but I don't know that I'm going to read it unless it goes further. Mm-hmm. And then one more matchup, right? Oh, yes. Mars Room. Mars Room, an easy victory, it sounds like, over the parking lot attendant. Although uh, Evan Handler's judgment did give a lot of credit to the parking lot attendant, and it, it really seemed like one of those judgments that could kind of go either way. But again, ambition wins out. Yeah, I mean, Pachaya in the booth was saying that he felt like he, I think, said that he uh, that the parking lot attendant does what it's set out to do, mm-hmm. which is something that I, I'm always, that's one of the ways that I really like looking at a book. It's yeah. like, did this accomplish what it set out to accomplish? I think that's why I actually um, was a little disappointed in my sister, the serial killer, because I felt like there was a lot of plot threads left on the table mm. that mm-hmm. she could have explored th- that maybe the, the, the character exploration might right. have been, but there were so many plot threads that she could have gone even further with these characters. Right. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I see that a lot. Um, so yeah, doing what the book set out to do is an interesting um, yardstick. Yeah, I couldn't get into the parking lot attendant, mm. um, but I I also un- like I've heard a lot of good buzz about it. I'm excited to see what what comes next from her. Um, Should we talk about what we think is gonna come in the following week? Even though we were completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean everything it is, last week. It is fun to prognosticate. Yes. Uh, so let's say there, there wins tomorrow. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I think um, if it doesn't, that's all we're everyone's gonna be talking about for the whole damn week. <laughs> then I think there's um, Warlight versus Milkman. I'm gonna say Milkman. Me too. Um, Milkman seems to be the book that people just can't get enough of. It's another one that picked up another. Yeah, although it is at that National Book Critics Circle. Oh yeah, it is one of those books where if you if you're not into that kind of stream of consciousness thing, it's going to be a real quick thumbs down. Um, And then I think Dictionary of Animal Languages. I'm just sort of pulling for it in the way that I like the weird book to to go forward. Sure. Um, uh, Ryan Amalcar Scott's got a new book coming out later this year. The world doesn't require you. That's short and it's short stories, and novel and stories. That's I think, the judge kinda. for that day, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think so. We can. I I think that means that that may look for the weirder one to win yeah. as well. Yeah. If you haven't read the books, try to read the judges. <laughs> and then um, Overstory versus House of Broken Angels. I think that might be one of those like ambition wins the day again. Yeah, two big sprawling books, but like which one? Which one shot higher? Um, and then, assuming that it's there, there tr- the heartbreak, the the goon squad versus Skippy dies of the tournament this year. They're there versus the Mars Room. Yeah, and I and I I see, I see the Mars Room might eke that out. Yeah, I mean Miriam Gerba is the judge, and it feels like a good fit with her. It Who could knows? go either way, truly, but mm. I I agree with you. I think that I think the Mars Room has the right side of the bracket sewn up. Is there um, is there any book that you wish was in the tournament this year, or is there something that you've read recently that like, oh, this would have been good? I there are two that I wish we were talking about, mm. and it's um, Otesha Moshfeg's My Year of Rest and Relaxation, mm-hmm. just because it's a weird fucking book. Yeah, and it's got. Uh, I think the conversation would have been interesting. The other one is Rebecca Mackay's The Great Believers, which, I mean, that book just tore me up. I loved that book so much. Um, 
For me, it's Little by Edward Carey. Oh, sure. I'm listening to it, and it's a really fantastic um, sort of historical novel, but it's also got a lot of um, other things going on. I'm, I'm That's the um, Madame the, Tussaud, right? Yeah, it's the life of Madame Tussaud to- in her voice. Oh. Um, and, huh. she, and she's... Um, I think I think she's four nine or something, or huh. she, and so she's, and and her like view of Paris is fascinating, and um, you know it's one of these books where you're really pulling for her because her mm-hmm. situation is so dire the whole time, <laughs> um, and you wonder like wow how did she get her name up in lights? I'm still I'm on it I'm still in it yeah, yeah. you know it's coming mm-hmm. but how but how yeah I mean I guess the other one just to say I'll say it again is that the conspicuously the friend yeah that would have been nice to, you to know i get it it lost over the summer but oh yeah it's, it's gutting to me that that book's not in contention i understand well well that's it i guess that's for the week that's it it's this it's this weird thing where the calendar shook out this year where like the opening round isn't done but suddenly the opening round and the semis are going to be done it's gonna like things are going to go fast from here on out also we have a an episode coming out on tuesday oh yes we do we're having hallie butler on the show um she wrote that novel that just came out the new me and we're discussing uh samuel beckett's uh, malloy the first in his malloy trilogy right? yes um, um and it's, it was a really fun episode and we're really excited for you to hear it yeah that's and a that's a book that uh, if you want to get a jump on your 2019 reading Oh, and the other thing is, you know, this is a great time bec- to become a Patreon member because we have um, our enamel pins that say so many damn books. Oh, yes. They're in the mail to us right now. And uh, they should arrive any day now. And it's, you know, we have a, we have a, a few. So we want you to sign up and uh, it's $10 at the $10 level. We'll send you a pin. With some other secret, secret sauce, secret yeah. stuff. So that's it. That's it. See you Tuesday. See ya. Bye. And in the comments.